0: Everybody, this is Steve Fouts, the founder of Teach Different. Uh, Welcome to our first podcast. I wanted to take this podcast to just introduce myself and hopefully tell you about a story that will explain a lot about what Teach Different does and why we do it, and it specifically relates to this three-step process that is really embedded in everything that we do. It's in our three-step think alouds. It's in our online professional development coursework. It's, it's really the, the crux, it's the DNA of the conversation technique that we're always trying to reiterate and teach. Because if you use the process right, you're gonna become the teacher your students remember because you got amazing conversations going in your classroom. I came up with the process back in in the fall of 2017. My principal brought me in and asked me if I would be willing to take one class at a nearby school in the middle of the day to help out. They had a staffing shortage and they just needed somebody for one class period. So I got to leave halfway through the day, and I was kind of excited at the opportunity, you know, to kind of mix up my day, and I could go to some place where nobody knew me. So I walked into the class in September, you know, and, and established my rules and introduced myself. Nobody knew me at the school. Long story short, by the middle of October, I was in the middle of a nightmare. I have to admit, looking back, I lost control of this class. I actually had to have security guards in my room to help me manage the class after a while. No one was engaged in what I was trying to teach. And I was struggling with, you know, the things you struggle with as a first-year teacher. But here I was chosen to go over here because I was one of the more seasoned professionals. It was embarrassing. You know, by the middle of October, that if I didn't get right the ship, You know, I I was going to lose him for the entire year. I knew that. And there was a specific student who was creating a lot of my classroom management issues. His name was Jarvis. Now, if you're a teacher, you've had a Jarvis. This is the student with this rare combination of leadership ability among peers, uh, intellectual potential that they're not taking advantage of, and then some behavioral issues that make it hard for you to control the class because of their actions. Jarvis was especially challenging in my environment. And one day at the end of the class, I had five minutes, and it was a particularly bad day. And I wanted to take five minutes to try to get Jarvis's attention because I felt like I had a teaching moment. It was one of those, I got to get him out and talk to him alone for a second. So I just point blank asked him, I said, Jarvis, what is wrong? And he looked at me and told me about the fact that it was his dad's birthday today. And his dad, was actually murdered in the front seat of the car while he Jarvis was in the passenger seat two years back. You know, I, I just stepped back and had this rush come over me of, you know the, the meaninglessness of what I was trying to teach on that day. And my acknowledgement, you know that whatever it was I was trying to do in that class that I was getting so frustrated, because no one was engaged. Here was somebody that gave a reason why they weren't engaged. I couldn't get mad at. you know, I, I had to look at myself and, and realize that it's so much greater than what we try to teach some days. you know, the challenges that we face and you know the, the students that come in with all these, these things that are going on in their lives, and their minds, that are getting in the way of listening. It's not that they don't want to learn, but they can't concentrate when things like this are on their mind. You know, class got dismissed that day and I went home. And that is when, you know, out of nowhere, I majored in philosophy in college. And I've always been motivated by really interesting quotes and big ideas. I just thought of Jarvis's life and some of the, the violence that, that just goes on in these neighborhoods. And, and that's when I found this quote by Confucius that I'll never forget because it's the quote that started the development of this three-step process. And here was the quote, before you embark on a journey of revenge, dig two graves. And all I did was think to myself, I'm going to put this quote on the board tomorrow and pass out a slip of paper and ask all the students what they think of it. And what ended up happening is that I got a conversation going for 50 minutes where when the bell rang, it actually interrupted us. People didn't want to leave for that moment. And the star student was Jarvis. He would say something. He's very charismatic. He would say something and talk about you know his angle on anger and how it's destroyed him and destroyed people he knows and then i'd hear from other students about it and we were just exchanging stories about how there is a risk when all you can do is try to get back at other people and you lose your perspective so i left that class and came home and basically said to myself you better not change that approach. You better do that again and see if this works. So I got another quote, put it on the board, passed out the slips of paper the next day and the conversation worked again. You know, it didn't last as long, but it was talking about things that mattered to the students and they were sharing stories. I needed to build a relationship with a classroom where people cared about what we were were talking about. And this is really what teaching different is in a nutshell. This is our methodology. This is what the three-step process is based on. The notion that as a teacher, don't approach your classroom thinking only about what it is that you need to teach them. Think about where the students are, what they're interested in, and have a conversation about it get really good at linking the theme of that conversation to something that you're teaching. I spent the rest of that school year in a very productive classroom where I felt that I knew how to get their interest and they appreciated it, they reciprocated. Jarvis became an asset to that class He had the charisma already and he had a deep mind, but he was never asked to to weigh in on these big ideas, you know, and process his thinking, you know, in a group like this. And I provided that for him. And that's really how the three-step process got developed. You really just need to get some sense about what you're teaching, get a theme you like, you know, find a quote that's interesting. You know, establish a claim from the quote that the author is making, come up with a really good counterclaim, create some tension with the conversation, and then bam, end these conversations with what we call essential questions. You know, really deep questions that take the students out of their experiences that they're sharing about the quote and get them to conceptualize more and do some metacognitive work it, you'll you'll love the process the more you get used to it it's short you know it's easy to it's simple but not simplistic is a way to say it so now over the coming weeks we're going to come out with podcasts that give pictures of what conversations might look like in your classroom and give you some tools you can use to get these conversations going, to experiment with what does get students engaged. And then we're gonna interview students and teachers and brainstorm different ways where you can connect these conversations to content that you're already teaching. So you're firing at all cylinders, right? You've got the students engaged and they're interested in what it is you're teaching. I really hope you enjoyed the story and I hope to see you soon.